Welcome to the Sedona Soul Sister Show, down-to-earth discussions on spiritual, metaphysical, paranormal, and healing topics. The Sedona Soul Sisters are the most trusted psychic mediums in Sedona. They have offices in Sedona, Arizona, where they see clients from all over the world. And now, today's show. Welcome to the Sedona Soul Sisters show. I'm Christelle Arcucci, your host. Our focus at the center is to support you to awaken your intuition, access your psychic gifts for your spiritual awakening in order to live your purpose. We have a center in West Sedona where we see clients from all over the world. We also offer sessions by Zoom or by phone. So if you're interested in working with us, please check out the website to schedule your session at SedonaSoulSisters.com. Today's episode is focused on establishing a self-healing protocol. This is supportive if you are navigating a health challenge, if you are experiencing a dark night of the soul, your psychic or spiritual gifts are opening, and it's also powerful to simply establish healthy habits to support you. We're going to focus on using Reiki in your self-healing practice. Working with practitioners of any sort is a powerful support that is needed in your tool belt. And yet, often people think that one 90-minute session is going to completely reverse 20 years of a challenging health situation. But the reality is, in healing, it's so important to work on all levels of body, mind, and being. And if needed, have your medical team supporting you as well. Yet knowing that your choices every day, the practices that you are doing for yourself every single day, that is where you create a super strong and solid foundation for better health, but also to support you through your spiritual awakening or your psychic gifts opening or a dark night of the soul. The essential practices that I work with and recommend for healing and spiritual awakening are breath practices. I have a recent episode about that. Whole food nutrition and hydration movement, some type of physical play, rest and sleep, meditation and visioning, connection with self, others, nature, and your home environment, facing the shadow, looking at old patterns, looking at old patterns, wounds, core beliefs, soul contracts, repeating patterns and habits in your life, taking consistent aligned action to create change, letting go, pleasure and creativity. Do you make time in your life for what you love and what lights you up and daily grooming? Each one of these topics and practices could be an entire episode, yet I encourage you to review the list, which you can find on our website under the show notes for this episode, is to look at which ones you are already implementing and which one 
is the next one that you want to prioritize. Taking good care of yourself is monotonous, right? You have to do it every single day. I often joke, I ate yesterday, doesn't that count? I'm one of those people that eats to live rather than lives to eat. Making sure that I'm eating regularly, and especially when I personally get stressed, I tend to not eat rather than some people when they're stressed, they eat too much. We all have our challenges. And so for me, making sure I have energy and attention on my eating habits, that I am eating regularly, especially when I get stressed. As soon as that one gets out of whack, I know that the stress is getting to me. Yet when you review this list that I just went over, the first thing is to look at the things that you are already doing. And hopefully you are already doing some of these practices. And if you're not, if you look at this list and feel discouraged, then pick one. And I encourage you to pick connection with self because we're going to go deeper into Reiki and you don't need to be attuned to practice Reiki, although it does help. You can practice Reiki with the information that I'm going to share with you today. So that's the place that I encourage you to start, or it can be the next thing you add into your self-healing practice. Reiki means universal life energy. It is a healing practice. And one of the things I love most about it as a healing modality is it is a practice of being. Unlike most other modalities, are acts of doing. I have to do the tapping, or I have to do the breath work, or I have to do massage. While there are aspects of placing your hands on your body for Reiki, beyond the very basic instructions I'm going to give you today, the thing to focus on when practicing Reiki is being, being opening the channel and the flow of Reiki energy, and then being. That's the practice. And then if you notice your mind is thinking, then you simply come back to the practice of being and allowing. Reiki has infinite intelligence. If a client comes in to see me for a Reiki session, I literally don't need to know anything about what's going on. I generally ask them partly because I think people like to say what's going on, like it feels more legitimate for some reason if they have told me what is happening, but I don't need it for a Reiki session because Reiki is intelligent healing energy. We're going to focus on doing self-Reiki today. When I put my hands on myself, I don't need to think about the Reiki energy going into my stomach. If my stomach is upset or if I am experiencing back pain, I don't have to try to send the Reiki to my back. So let's start with the basics of Reiki as a self-healing practice. You can receive a Reiki attunement, which is like tuning a guitar, putting fresh strings on a guitar and tuning it with a professional tuner. The music 
is going to be much more beautiful. And you can also tune a guitar by ear without any equipment, and you are still able to make music. While Reiki attunements are powerful, I do recommend them. You don't have to have one to start. You can simply experiment with what I'm going to share and see how it unfolds for you. A client recently came in for a session and I asked her if she practices self-Reiki. She said she had been to a training, but she felt like she didn't get it. This is the common approach of the Western mind. What do I need to do to make Reiki work? So she is not alone in feeling like she didn't get it. Yet the thing I want to communicate with you is that Reiki is universal life force energy. It simply flows where we invite it or welcome it. And that's all we need to do is to literally open the flow. While an attunement is a fine tuning of your energetic system and can be healing in itself, it is not necessary. If you have been attuned, you can be attuned multiple times by many different master teachers. Like I have received a level one attunement, I believe three times, all the way through master level twice. It is helpful, powerful, a beautiful experience, and I want to encourage you to experiment with Reiki. I work with Reiki when I am in person with a client. I practice hands-on Reiki. Reiki can be done remotely, and we're not going to talk about that today because I do recommend you get some training on how to do that before you experiment with remote Reiki. But today's practice is really focused on doing this practice for yourself. I recommend you start your practice of Reiki first thing in the morning when you wake up and before you're falling asleep. Arrange your schedule so that you have a few minutes in the morning before you have to get out of bed to do some hands-on Reiki for yourself before you start your day. When you come into consciousness, you can place your hands on your body and when you're in bed, you can put your hands in many different ways. Like if my hands are behind my head, my arms are supported. I could place my hand on my heart or my belly or my hips or wherever. If there is a particular place in your body that needs extra support, you can place your hand there if you can hold it there comfortably. And then once you place your hands, simply say the word Reiki in your mind or out loud. And by saying the word, it is opening the flow of Reiki. It is also helping to train your mind to move into a state of being and letting go of doing. This can be very simple. Just a few breaths of placing your hands on your body, saying the word Reiki, relaxing as much as possible and allowing. If you find your mind is really active, I recommend two different options to continually repeat the word Reiki that acts as a mantra to keep your mind's focus 
which I spoke about in a recent episode on breathwork and meditation. So repeating the word Reiki gives something for the monkey mind to engage with to keep you in a state of being. The other thing you can focus on is the movement of your breath and simply feeling your breath moving in and out, not adjusting the breath in any way unless that feels good for you. One of the beautiful and powerful aspects of Reiki hands-on healing is moving into a state of being and moving out of doing. And this is such a great way to start your day, is to connect with your own body, to notice your breath, to give yourself a little boost of healing energy first thing in the day. You can do this for as short as one single breath, or you can do it for a minute or five minutes or longer, depending upon your schedule. Throughout your day, you can also practice what I call a one breath Reiki meditation. So for example, say you are at a stoplight and you think of Reiki or you notice yourself feeling stressed, you can do the same thing. If you can place a hand on your body, repeat the word Reiki in your mind or out loud and take a breath. Practicing Reiki before bed is an incredibly powerful way to complete your day and to move into a more restful state for the dream time. So the same practice, you relax your body, you repeat the word Reiki in your mind or out loud, place your hands on your body, and then simply be. If you can pay attention to the sensations in your Reiki practice without letting the mind get hooked into it and like looking for something or trying to make something happen or to have an enlightening experience, if you can simply observe sensations or experiences, if you fall asleep while you're doing Reiki, no worries. It can be interesting if you decide to do this for a period of time, which I would recommend you do this for at least 21 days in the morning and in the evening and when you remember throughout your day for the one breath Reiki healing meditation. Begin to notice what happens. You can journal about your dreams or see if you notice things changing in your world. And as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, it is ideal that you only add one thing at a time. If you look at the list that I spoke about at the beginning of the episode, that would be setting you up for failure, which isn't what I want. I want you to add one practice at a time to support you. Then once you get one habit and practice established, then you can go on to another. So doing the Reiki healing practice in the morning and in the evening and whenever you remember throughout your day, take a journal with you and see what you notice. The beautiful thing about Reiki healing energy 
is that it brings you into a state of being. And so much of our lives are focused on what we're doing, how fast we're doing it, all of the things to do, the never ending to do list. So this simple practice of starting and completing your day by moving into a state of being and then throughout your day, tuning into your being quality and opening to the flow of Reiki healing energy, which is intelligent. It doesn't need to be guided. That's part of why I love Reiki as a healing modality is you don't have to do anything other than open the flow by saying Reiki and then placing your hands in your body and simply being. It is such a beautiful practice. It's so simple. I hope you will give it a try. I thought I was only going to focus on self-healing Reiki, yet the guidance is clear to give you a little bit of information about doing Reiki healing, especially on your pets, because of course, pets love Reiki healing energy. So this simple practice applies to if you are touching a pet or a child or giving a loved one a hug is simply saying in your mind, Reiki, soften, relax, move into a state of being when you're touching someone else. It is so simple. The challenge really is to remember and then to stay in a state of being and not try to do something or make it happen or see if they notice. I am a yoga teacher and back in the day when I used to teach group yoga classes, I would turn on Reiki energy in my classes so that people were not only experiencing the benefits of yoga, moving, breathing, actively opening the lines of energy in the body, I was also opening a flow of healing energy that amplifies the power of their practice of doing yoga. It brings in an additional element of healing energy. If you are watching this on YouTube and you have questions about what I have shared, you can post it in the comments below. If you are listening to this on a podcasting platform, then you can find me on Instagram at Sedona Soul Sisters and post the comment or experience under this post so that I can answer any questions. I hope you will experiment with your self-healing practice of Reiki. I do offer level one Reiki attunements at the center in West Sedona or remotely by Zoom if you're interested. Check out the website. No matter what is happening in your life, if things are going well, incorporating these healing practices in your life will support you in aging more gracefully. And if you are navigating some kind of challenge, an illness, a dark night of the soul, your spiritual gifts are opening and you're struggling, building in these practices that support you on multiple levels is going to be so helpful in being able to more gracefully navigate what you are going through. 
The key element is to be actively participating in ways that make you feel better in whatever way you can. I listed nine different essential healing practices. That's a lot, especially if you're not currently doing very many of them. My point is not to overwhelm you, but to support you to recognize all of the ways that you can support yourself on all levels, body, mind, emotional body, spiritual body, psychic body, and soul. To support yourself on all of these levels is really important and building them over time. I want you to keep in mind, do what you can. For example, I said movement, physical play. You can do movement lying on your back in bed. In fact, that is what I do after I do my morning Reiki on myself, is I do a little bit of yoga and stretching in bed. While it can feel overwhelming to look at this list of essential practices, and I will repeat them again in just a moment, part of it is don't make it Mount Everest. Make them simple, doable things. A lot of these things you need to do every day anyway. For example, the last one is daily grooming. That is a way that I think people so often miss that is something you're doing every day washing your face, brushing your teeth, bathing, getting dressed, that is a powerful practice of connecting to your sensual body and being grateful for your body vehicle, even if you're struggling. That one is something that you are already doing, eating and paying attention to your food. You're already doing it. Here are my suggested essential practices for healing and spiritual awakening. Breath practices whole food nutrition and hydration, movement, physical play, rest and sleep, meditation and visioning, connection with self, others, nature, and home environment, facing the shadow, which includes looking at old patterns and taking action to create change and letting go of what happened yesterday in order to be fully in the present and create the future that you desire. Pleasure and creativity make time in your life for what you love and what lights you up. This is one that I find people save for someday. I will be creative later or I will enjoy life when I retire. And I encourage you to find small moments in your day to cultivate enjoying the life you have created. And the last one is daily grooming. I'm Christelle Arcucci. Thank you so much for being with me today. Check out our website at SedonaSoulSisters.com for our services, which include psychic readings, mediumship, angel readings, starseed readings, Reiki and Reiki attunement, coaching, hypnosis, and yoga and meditation. And there's probably some I'm leaving out you. Our next show I am super excited about. Ivory is going to be doing a meeting your angelic guide session 
for me, similar to what we did with the violet flame session is Ivory's going to come on, facilitate a session for me so you can see what that's like. I'm super happy to have her joining us on the show next time. So I look forward to connecting with you then. And if there's one thing I want to encourage you to take away from this episode is that your being, who you are, is so valuable. And when you can slow down from the constant activity of doing and the pressures of life and move into your state of being, life gets more enjoyable. Thank you for listening to the Sedona Soul Sisters show. If you'd like more information about the Sedona Soul Sisters and their services, visit their website at SedonaSoulSisters.com. Subscribe to our show here so you don't miss a thing. All of us at Sedona Soul Sisters hope you have an enlightening week. Mm-hmm.